0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Irish Training Podcast. My name is Steve Burge, and in this episode, I'm talking with Zach Gordon. If you've been around the WordPress world at all, you may recognise Zach as basically the face of JavaScript in WordPress. He has a slogan, "Learn JavaScript deeply," which he borrowed from Matt Mullenweg, and. He teaches and explains and talks about how to use JavaScript in WordPress, whether it is using the REST API, whether it is using Gutenberg. And I'm delighted to say that he is writing a book with us called React Explained. He's going to be explaining React, which is the JavaScript framework that's going to be used in the WordPress core, plus also in Drupal and Magento as well. So Zach's going to give you an introduction to React, why you should learn it, and he's going to explain about the interesting and unusual way that he's going to approach writing this book. Hey, Zach, welcome to the OS Training Podcast. Howdy, y'all. Hey, so Zach, you are writing a book for us called React Explained.
1: I am, which I'm very excited about.
0: Okay, man, I'm, I'm a little bit annoyed, to be honest. So. I've learned PHP over the last 10 years or so. WordPress is a PHP app. Drupal is a PHP (laughs) app. And now you're coming along and telling me that that's no good and I have to learn JavaScript instead?
1: Throw it all away. It's just JavaScript now.
0: Oh, man. (laughs) So where does it come in for someone who, maybe they're not a full-time developer. They've got some PHP skills. They've got some CSS skills. But... You know, they're not, maybe not a developer as their day job. How's React going to change the WordPress world? What's React being used for? Why should people pick up a copy of a React book when it comes out?
1: Yeah, well, that's a great question. And I do kid, we're not throwing away PHP. PHP is still going to be at least in the WordPress and some other, you know, open source software out there, CMSs it's going to be the server-side foundation language. So anytime you need to pull in data, whether it's building the API itself or customizing the API, REST API, that's going to be PHP, you know, getting, working still with plugins and hooks and all these things, this is still, you're going to have all these tools. It's more, what are we getting when we add React? And what we're getting is when you think about user interfaces, so the admin area, Any time you want to do some rich interactions, you're using JavaScript for that, no matter what, right? So it's not like we could say JavaScript is new to interface design, but if you've gone down the, the rabbit hole of trying to build really, really rich interfaces with jQuery, you may know about some of the issues that come along with that. So adding React into the mix just means that we could take the server foundations we have and build really, really rich almost single page appy experiences, or at least really interactive and really scalable and easily reusable stuff with um, React inside of the admin area or on the front end of the site. So it's kind of just this extra bonus. Before we didn't have a tool to make really rich, scalable, easy to do user interfaces in kind of the modern JavaScript workflow, and now we do.
0: So this sounds like a, a natural evolution of sorts, from back in the days when things like Ajax and jQuery were being used for a lot of user interactions. React is kind of the natural next step, perhaps being used for more and more of the page, being used for some heavier lifting, but a fairly natural evolution from earlier uses of JavaScript and WordPress.
1: I think that's a great example. You know, WordPress saw the addition of jQuery at one point. They even pulled in Backbone at one point to help solve some solutions. like. The media library being interactive in the way it is, uh, it helped to do that by adding in a JavaScript framework or tool. And and I think that's exactly it. We're seeing a natural evolution. You know, the JavaScript space is a little bit further along than the WordPress JavaScript space, and we're just adapting that and bringing in these tools. Yeah.
0: Okay, so we've had Ajax, we've had jQuery, we've had Backbone as well. If you've been around the web development world, you've probably heard 101 jokes about JavaScript frameworks and developers changing their their favorite framework as often as they change their underwear. Um, so <laughs> React comes along. Is it different? Is, is it likely we're going to be using something else that's going to be the flavor of the month in six months? What is it about React that's making WordPress Plus also? Drupal, Magento and other platforms almost standardize on React. What's what's different about reactive anything?
1: well, I mean, not to get all historical, but right when, when jQuery kind of became the winner over prototype and some of the other options out there, it wasn't that every single aspect of it was better. It just kind of became the adopted solution that could do it and, and was easy to use. And we have so many great JavaScript frameworks. Like I'm a big fan of Vue and angular. Um, haven't played with Ember meteor or some of the other ones too much, but, um, and then there's some frameworks that are not even of that type, right? So they're they're all good and great. I think that why React versus some others is obviously hugely debated. Just go search that. But there are some reasons why it happened the way it did in the WordPress ecosystem, right? We had a lot of core devs that had already built Calypso as kind of a proof of concept that they also rolled out onto WordPress.com. And they when they started prototyping, um,
0: so, Calypso was, uh, was, was a desktop app that the automatic team had built for WordPress?
1: Uh, so, Calypso was a React rebuild of the entire admin experience. And so, it ran on the web and ran on native. Um, and if you have a WordPress.com account, you're probably using um, Calypso over there as well.
0: Uh, yes, it's radically, radically simpler. Lots of the UI has been taken away. Everything feels a little faster, a little cleaner.
1: Yeah, and you know, I've run my my uh, WordPress blog off of it just so I could stay experienced with it and they have continued to evolve it. I like it, there's some things that are different that I don't love. There's always still that WP admin link at the very bottom, but but it was a huge, huge, huge undertaking. So you had so many People hired from not just in the WordPress space, but outside in the JavaScript world coming in to work on this. So, when the plan of Gutenberg started to develop and you see the prototyping, very quickly, like it's not going to be built in jQuery, it's just way too complex. Um, but it kind of was a natural place to start with React, it made sense. It's one of the top main three. Out, I mean, Angular, Vue, React were kind of the major ones considered, I think, preact for some other reasons licensing and stuff like that. But yeah, I think that there there were some reasons for it. So the dev team was already working on it. The whole discussion happened. And it was a really rich one. Um, I don't know for many folks who followed some of the discussions in Slack, they had members of the different framework builders, uh, Facebook, um, a lot of folks weighing in on giving it advice. Um, and nobody really wanting to, from outside the community, wanting to say one or the other, just make a smart choice. And then I think it was really the fact that when Facebook changed the licensing for React so that WordPress could use it in an open source way. Since so much was already done in React, there wasn't a compelling enough reason to switch it to something else. Um, And along that process, they decide, hey, we're not just gonna like add React like jQuery, we're gonna add it and then wrap it up and make it available as a WordPress object so that all you have to do is learn this WordPress way of working, and it's React under the hood, but if we have to change that later, you don't need to care that it's React except it just works in the same way. If you just learn the WordPress way, then you have access to all this. And that's so cool. I really love the abstraction and it's really... um, for people who know what's going on, it's super cool. And if you don't, that makes it even easier. So, I like that.
0: Okay, so you, you keep talking about Gutenberg, the new editor which is going to come with WordPress. Is it fair to say that these two projects of putting React deeply into WordPress and the Gutenberg project are intimately linked that the main reason most people are going going to want to learn React, at least in the WordPress context, is to interact with the Gutenberg editor to build blocks. Are those two as closely linked as they seem?
1: Uh, Yeah, they're absolutely closely linked, right? This is happening now with earnest and commitment and actuality because of the editor changes. But remember, Gutenberg is not just the editor. Ultimately, it's the customizer. It's the entire, all probably admin experience at some level. And and when I say Gutenberg, I don't mean a block editor. What I mean is the underlying React technology architecture, JavaScript-driven stuff. And that will begin to expand and expand. And then the thing is going to happen where we start using it more in our actual themes itself. So when you have a full React stack of your your customizers in React and the editor and your theme you know, parts of your rich blocks and stuff like that. It's it's going to really change how we do things, but not fundamentally, just in that we'll have more interactive, cool stuff. And honestly, like we go to some websites that are just basic websites. You don't need to have a ton of JavaScript driven there. So it could still be just basic PHP that builds your theme and CSS. But as we all know, you know, people, there is more of a demand for that interactive stuff. So this is going to allow that to happen first in the editor, but also on the front end. In your own projects, and uh, you know, customizer and, and more there as well.
0: Also, oh, React is going to be heavily used in themes as well fairly soon.
1: It, to the extent heavily, I'm not sure because I think what will happen is yes, but it may be that that JavaScript is really in a block that you add in the admin area that maybe a plugin developer built. Um, and that's what's super rich. It's not that I think people will be actually, I think if anything, the prediction on themes right now is that they'll become simpler because the blocks and the way to build your content is so will, get, will become so rich that all you really need to do is like skin it, right? Like you don't have to worry about layouts and grids and that as much. You just kind of customize the styling a bit how you want. So we'll actually see kind of a change there as well. Tammy Lister talks quite about this, the design lead over there.
0: So one of my colleagues wrote a blog post a couple of years ago when he called these things theme CMSs, that so many WordPress themes become almost the CMS by themselves. They become these monster Applications that they may have a learning management system or their own page builder or slideshows and a thousand and one other things thrown in there. <laughs> yes. So you kind of imagine that this may lead us back to a day when a theme doesn't have to do so much because WordPress is able to do more. Maybe WordPress has a page builder. You can have a much more lightweight theme on the front end.
1: I think so. That's what they're calling and I mean, that's what the next WordPress theme is going to be. Their next default one will definitely be along those lines. And you could track it now. It's called the Gutenberg theme on the um, automatic GitHub repo. Pretty cool.
0: Ah, that's news to me. So, okay, so it'll be called the Gutenberg theme. It'll be fairly lightweight and built in React?
1: Um, no, no, I'm sorry. It's actually mostly, it started with the starter underscore theme. So there's some core PHP there, but it's mostly just some CSS layers because they're letting blocks do the designing of the content. So um, no, no React in it at all, Um, very stripped down.
0: It's interesting that in other platforms, for example, Drupal and Magento, they're not really talking about React as a, a way to refresh the admin interface. They're talking very much about it being a, headless is the word they use in Drupal, that it's a way to get rid of the default theming system and to have Drupal just as a way to store data and send it to your own, maybe, React or Angular, uh, whatever other platform you want to use for the front end. Um, They're thinking very much about React as almost replacing the theme layer that comes with these platforms.
1: Well, two things on that regard. One is, you should really look at redesigning your admin area and making that a beautiful <laughs> experience. But I understand it's a yeah. big project you got a lot of things to focus on. Two, that we learned some lessons from building a REST API in WordPress, which is we thought that, and I thought, I was teaching this, like, hey, okay, we're gonna start doing themes that are driven on the API and JavaScript-based, and then you get to the one issue, plugins. How do you build a contact form with a contact plugin via the rest api it's a very complex process you have to have it set up there's quite a lot more work and if you could build your site with no plugins in wordpress or you could build the custom functionality in javascript yourself then that's dope and that's perfect but that is not happening too often big level agencies are doing it for really custom applications but in even in um, I'm trying to remember the name of it, it might come to me. There was, uh, Kelly Don did the first uh, JavaScript-driven kind of .org repository theme that was submitted. And um, during the process, they're like, hey, we need to add more PHP here so that we can still handle these hooks. We need this here. So doing 100% for something where you could code a ton of JavaScript on your own, it's great, or it's super simple, it's great, or it's a completely different context and all you need is a data store, but... Unless the plugin developers really make these APIs available for what they're doing and make it super easy to use with like React components for your theme or your plugin, or yeah, it's it it hasn't taken off like uh, we kind of thought it would. So I'm curious to see how that goes for them and how that evolves in that context.
0: So actually, replacing the theme layer with React or something like it is a nice idea, but perhaps considerably more complex, perhaps more fragile than most people have the time and energy to keep up with
1: or i'd say well yeah that that's probably a fair thing and that there was not the major push on plugin developers to make it super available um so yeah somewhere in that mix is interesting which is why i think they were smart to redo the the interface of the editing experience because then that just saves and displays on the front end and you don't need to build your theme in react although Literally before this call, I was uh, looking at a thread on the Gutenberg now that's talking about how do we make React more available on the front end, not just in the editor so that we could use it in our themes or plugins if we want.
0: So if someone's sat here listening to this and maybe they have a WordPress plugin they develop or they need to get it ready for Gutenberg or maybe they just want to get started and get ready for these changes which are coming to WordPress what would your average site builder or developer need to learn in order to to get into react i'm guessing that to get to the react level they probably need to catch up on some javascript basics on some building blocks before they can jump into react
1: yeah this is a great question i've been thinking a lot about this and i think the answer is way more hopeful than we thought but first i want to back up and just say who needs to learn javascript is not everyone. Um, If you do not build plugins and you don't build interactive stuff now, then you probably don't need to learn this stuff so much. If you ever build widgets or short codes or things like that as part of your work, you 100% need to learn this now. So, because, you know, I've done some workshops and people come in and they're like, oh, I edit a theme, you know, I do some CSS work, now I just need to learn JavaScript because that's what everything is. And that's not really the case, but if you are someone who does want to learn this and sees the pros of it and definitely work to be done in that field. At first, you know, we've been hearing learn JavaScript deeply in our community for a couple years now, and he was very smart to say it, Uh, Matt Mullenweg, the the, the early Matt Mullenweg phrase there and I've definitely been using it as a uh, (laughs) a driving force for what I've been doing. (laughs)
0: Cool. So for those of you that don't know Zach has basically adopted that as his slogan. Are you you heard it from I guess the speech where Matt actually introduced Gutenberg itself. He said learn JavaScript deeply.
1: It was a couple of years before that. It was in 2015 at the first WordCamp US. So a good year plus before um, cuz this was before Calypso even was built. So We've been hearing it a while, and the whole press, and it it helped, you know. A lot of devs who didn't really know JavaScript well in the last three years have picked it up. And some people picked up React as well as as a good step, and and it was smart, and a lot of people have done that. But here's the beautiful thing, is that because WordPress took React and abstracted it, meaning that instead of calling React.CreateElement or whatever, you would call wp.element and and do things a little bit differently but it still works the same you could still use jsx etc same structure but because they they put their own face on it and because to start we're really only using it to build blocks which is a very specific thing and there's kind of already a template for what you need to do and it's not like you're starting from scratch in react it's like hey here's a structure for a block this is how you make your component it's already got a lot of the, like, up and running for you done. So I think what people are going to find is not as much as I want to say, learn JavaScript deeply, and you will need to. Um, You don't need to, just like you don't need to learn PHP to start playing around with themes. You know, a lot of WordPress devs learned PHP and CSS through playing with WordPress. And I think the same is going to happen with JavaScript and Gutenberg. They're just going to jump in. They're going to go take my course at Gutenberg.courses, and they're going to, be like oh what's this okay that kind of makes sense and as they do it more and more they'll learn and when they see things they don't understand they go and learn that and i did not expect that my friend i really did not so i think we may get away with making it easier than than some folks have thought but at the same time you and you probably know this well you can only get so far in javascript without taking a step back and be like wait how does this actually work why isn't this happening what's going on here So there are some things you'll need to pick up, but um, I think it's going to be easier than than certainly I had thought. And that's the way I'm teaching now is like, I'm assuming you don't really know too much and we're just going to get this built.
0: Okay. So it's not quite as intimidating as you might think. There's not a whole language to learn. You might be able to get away just as many people do in the PHP world now by knowing the WordPress specific basics and doing some Googling and, and not becoming an expert on people might be able to to work in this new Gutenberg React world without spending three or four months diving into the world of JavaScript and getting themselves up to speed?
1: Yeah, I think so. But you know, once you said that back, let me, let me now expand on that a bit because you'll be able to do like when you learned how to change colors in CSS or you learned like grid or float or something like that. Just a few little CSS things you were able to customize how a site looked right but you weren't able to build that site from scratch you couldn't start with nothing necessarily and build the entire css layout and when you learned how to like change the content tag to excerpt in wordpress and you learned to do some php things or learn what the loop looked like it doesn't mean that you could build out a plugin from scratch and know all the hooks right so when i say it's like easier to get up and running like you could go and build an editable block. Like You could do it. You could probably learn a bit of it in an afternoon, honestly. But if you really want to build something rich and interactive and solve solutions, that's when you're really going to need to go pick up that React book, right? That's when you're really going to want to know the best way to do things and how to do things, so that sort of thing. So,
0: yeah, I think that hopefully qualifies it a little bit. So, tell me more about the React Explained book that you're writing. You've done a Uh, a separate class on Gutenberg. And for the last two or three years, you've done a lot of training material specifically on JavaScript for WordPress. So this React book you're writing is gonna be a more general introduction, perhaps useful for people that may be using React in, in Drupal or Magento or on other platforms as well?
1: Yeah, so this is fun because so much of my JavaScript thinking, even though Vanilla JS has been around you know, WordPressy context, but this is really React in the React world, uh, independent of any framework or CMS, but adaptable to any of
0: them. Okay. So you're doing this in an interesting way. You're taking a novel approach to writing the book. Um, Tell me about it. People are going to be needing to follow your Twitter account if they want to keep up with what's happening with the book. Yeah. So.
1: I don't know as I've evolved with teaching online and in different places like now that I'm not on my own and less at a company I feel less siloed so I'm trying to Kind of share more as I go. So I'm I'm working on Working on the taking the classic approach of just wake up take a couple hours first thing and you just write right just just working on it So that's what I've been trying to do, but I'm trying to Live tweet or not live but tweet out each day what it is. I'm working on so day one. I did this here's this here's my thinking about this so that If you start following it, and I'm twitter.com slash ZGordon, Zach Gordon. And uh, I think it's going to be a fun evolution. And I look forward to looking back on this after however many days it takes. And, you know, seeing step by step really how the process goes. And if someone's interested in the book writing process or just wants to see how I think through React and what I do, it'll all be super transparent. And um, this is something I first started experimenting with in the Gutenberg course of doing. I did 31 days of Gutenberg tips, and uh, this is gonna kind of be an evolution of that. So super fun for me, and honestly when you're, as some folks know, when you're working on your own, even though my courses go out to a lot of people, I don't interact, I don't get a ton of interaction, so it's hopefully a way to get some more interaction with people that are interested in it, you know, throwing in feedback, asking questions as we go, and uh, at some point I'll even record a little video here and there as an example, or maybe a blog post or something with some excerpts from, uh, from the content as I'm kind of pulling out interesting things.
0: So I guess it is, this is possible because the approach we take to writing these books now is a lot faster and more flexible. It used to be that you'd go away and you'd write a book in a cave. This was what we did four or five years ago when we were writing, uh, say, our Drupal book. It would be maybe January. I would go away and hide away in my office and start writing a book, and then maybe I'd finish by maybe normally January of the next year. <laughs> it would normally take me a year wow. or more to get through the book. Wow! Um, it's such a long, slow process of sending a Word document, getting a Word document back, Word documents back and forth. Hey, I got the wrong Word document. Blah 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 blah. And before you know it, you're 150 Word documents deep in a chapter and Six months have gone by, and then the book would be done after a year, then it would take six months to get sent to the publishers, and the whole thing was slow and laborious. But uh, writing our books now and writing your React Explained, we're actually using a WordPress based service called Pressbooks. Yeah. Yeah, you can actually write the book right there in WordPress, and then hit export and the whole thing feels feels more fun, right? The more dynamic that you can live tweet with the understanding that the book might be out in a month or two months rather than a, a year or two years time.
1: Yeah, I think this is definitely evolving. I love the approach that you're taking, you know, and for folks listening, um, this was very much, I am a, following Steve and OS Training's lead here on the approaches and the, and this way of doing it. So And I've liked it. I'm enjoying it. I hope it goes well. And uh, yeah, the, the iterative get it out so that we could have something and backing off from just trying to do everything all at once. And, you know, this comes into context with this book specifically. Um, I don't know if we have a few moments to still chat about some of the content of it, but um, you know, React is, is actually pretty simple when we talk about classic MVC architecture. It's just a part of that. So versus Angular, which comes with all of these different helper methods and everything you could possibly use. React is like one small library. It does just one thing. And then we have React and friends, the data store, the router, you know, the, the, the API calls are all done, you know, different components and things like that. So i um, thinking too of focusing this book down and how do we get out the core stuff? How does it get really good and just get it out there and then from there, what do we extend on? What do we add next? How do we add addendums or enrich the books and versions of books, right, even are are changing. um, And I don't know, I think that this may be going on people, this is my first book I've written in this context, my last books were textbooks and like the education system, which is a very different process uh, and more of that antiquated model. So I know other folks have been modeling, some folks even release the book live as it goes. But I kind of like that we are going to be sharing out bits and pieces and you get flavor and some digestible stuff, but it'll really be once we're done done that then it goes up on Amazon and on OS training and uh, goes to print, right? So I, I do like that there's still of a release and it's not just a slow gradual, oh, you know, a couple more publicly available pages or this or that. So yeah, I really am I'm enjoying this so far the process.
0: You know, we we're still struggling to to be evangelical and convince people that this is how books should work, that they should have really frequent updates and frequent releases, just like software. We quite often will get emails from people that are stuck in the textbook mentality, and a lot of our books get used in universities and colleges. You know, maybe not in the main computer science class, because you often need a lot of approval and it's it's just really hard to get into the main computer science curriculums in big Correct. universities, yeah. but maybe in community colleges or some of the adult education classes, the teachers are free to adopt whatever textbook they want, but even then quite a lot of them they pick a book for their class and that's the version they'll use for two or three years. So we may get people still teaching Drupal 7 because that's the book they're used to or still teaching several versions behind. And it's it's the way things are going. I'm excited about it. It may be that the React Explained book may come out with just enough to cover an introduction to React itself. And if it goes well, add on extra things afterwards. I mean, React is a whole universe, right? Rather than just a simple...
1: A simple, it's basic funny. language. It, honestly, it, the, the funny thing is, is when we say React, it's really just for building little component UIs, but it's not even for building it on the web. Like it's actually a separate library from React, React DOM that deals with the, the web part and then you have the native version. So we say React is really just a small library, but we also say React is an ecosystem, right? So it does mean a lot more. And I think you're right. Although I can say that the book is definitely going to have, I started the the first section of it, the first chapter is on um, important JavaScript to know, because right, jumping into React, you want to know some basic things, and I've been really happy with this. It's a little bit thicker and more than I expected, because at first my thought was, okay, let's just list all the JavaScript you should know and say, go learn it. And then I thought, you know what, if I took a couple paragraphs for each one of these, we'd have it all covered, and it's really turning into this really interesting, like, It's not teaching all of JavaScript, but it's covering some important things, some modern things, some patterns. And my plan is as I get into more and more of the React, every time I come across something that's not React that is good to know, then I throw it back in the first part. And so I'm really excited about that. It it could almost be a standalone book on its own, but you're going to get it bundled with this this React books. And I think that's important because the other thing you hear about React more than other frameworks is you end up just writing vanilla JavaScript so often so um it's important to know
0: cool so we're working on this book react explained and it'll be out um well hopefully in a couple of months and if someone wants to actually dig in and start using this in practice on their drupal site wordpress site uh, magento site then it's going to be hopefully the centerpiece that will get them started but they may need to read a little bit about the JavaScript basics on the, uh, on the beginner side, and then they may need to read something specific to actually implement it on their platform too. Maybe something Gutenberg specific. I know you've got some, uh, some Gutenberg developer classes up already, or maybe something specific on the Drupal side. But this book will hopefully be a really good connective tissue between the, the JavaScript basics and the actual implementation on the particular platform.
1: Yeah, I think it's going to be really good. And not just that, but but some of the, the more advanced tricky concepts in JavaScript that are just becoming standard use now. Yeah, I think you're right. I I feel really good about it. I'm very excited. I've read every other React book I can find for the most part. I mean, I know that there's a lot out there, but the major ones. And um, I think we may even take some unique or approaches or some, you know, covering it in a way that that is suits the title because for folks who have done courses with me I, I do tend to go deeply into things and uh, so React explain not just showing how to use it but explaining how it works and the underlying JavaScript and concepts. Uh, I really like that even though the title was chose before we started writing it, it's it's suiting it really well. It's, it's do, uh, I'm enjoying it.
0: So I know in Drupal it's still early days. We may be six months or more away from actually getting React committed to the the Drupal core in a major way. Magento 2, things are getting rolling, but they're still a long way from being implemented. Uh, so I guess that leaves my question for you. Uh, when's Gutenberg coming out? When can we start using it in WordPress?
1: The, it didn't, I think we were, we were both at WordCamp Miami, and Matt was just saying, he's like, earlier than planned uh, was his joke. <laughs> and it sounded positive. I don't know if he was serious. Um, from what I could tell, like like 90% of Gutenberg is done. And really from here, it's like refining the UI, coming up with some like tweaks in some of the code base, but like most of the dev stuff is the features are pretty good. Um they need to do some rollouts in different environments, a lot of testing. And so it's gonna come out when it's done. But it's probably like getting pretty close to done. So I don't know how comfy I am saying go use it in production, but I'm 100% saying you need to go learn it because it's you don't want to wait a couple more months or even if it comes out before, you know, closer to the end of the, this year. Once it's out, it's too late for you to learn it if you're building stuff that relies on it. But that said, like there's there'll be, I, I think, a whole year-long process like well into 2019 where we still people have disabling Gutenberg and only using it on certain places like maybe a custom post type has the classic advanced custom fields but then on your blog posts you're using Gutenberg and maybe on your pages you have a page builder but on this place you have Gutenberg so we'll see some it it won't be a like we flip a switch and everybody's on it and not even some parts of your site may use it and some may not so it's gonna be a little won't won't but I think in a good way and we'll find the right patterns for, for using it. Oh, so but, um, you're feeling that it's specifically like they said by the summer, I think it might be fall by the time it's fully tested and out, but I am basing this on like no actual evidence besides my own intuitive feelings and kind of following the project and imagining there's still a lot of work to do, but they have worked so fast and so hard and even them releasing this every two weeks there's an update. Every two weeks there's an update. Every two weeks there's an update. Weeks, there's an update. So um They've been taking a pretty cool approach to the development process in the same way of what we were talking about with um, how we're writing the book, right?
0: Yeah, very iterative. Literally every two weeks, something is new, not a something, but a ton of new things. A ton of new things, yeah. Yeah, I hear a lot of different dates flying around, but I suspect people may be getting a little mixed up that it may be, maybe even next month, that WordPress, add gutenberg to the core but the actual 5.0 release may not come for several months after that it may be that there's a a release candidate that there's some alphas some betas that even though gutenberg is pushed into the wordpress trunk it may be several months before you, it actually sees the light of day as wordpress 5.0 yeah
1: they're they're taking it serious get it done and well first,
0: right? I guess that was just my guess as opposed to um, 101 other guesses that people have that I guess the most accurate thing we can say is that now is a good time to then react, right?
1: I think that that is super fair and I know that there's still valid reason and I would love to still do a course on Vue and I still like Angular and I love all these others but like it may be, it's definitely not a bad one to know, right? And once you know one, it's easier to learn another. So if you're someone who has debates about which one, like don't limit yourself. You know, you you can pick up more than one. It's, it's allowed and possible. But uh, it, I think we're in an age where like, you should probably know React.
0: Cool, so if people want to keep up with the progress on the book and see all the resources you tweet out, because you do 101 things in JavaScript and following your Twitter feed is a constant stream of resources. <laughs> Is your Twitter feed the best place to go for people to keep up to date?
1: Yeah, it's pretty much the only social network I'm on and you can find all my other stuff through it. So just uh, Twitter at ZGordon. And I'd love if you come follow and, and comment and give me ideas on the React book. And I know React, but I also still have to really, really know it. So if you have thoughts, you know, I'm trying to share out as I go. So uh, it would be cool to start interacting with some people that might be potential readers of it, right? So they could we could all be part of this process together.
0: Wonderful. Thanks, Zach. I hope some people take you up and tweet you some questions or um, interact with you on Twitter. And I'm looking forward to reading the book when it comes out.
1: Hey, Steve, we've been planning this for a while. I think we we got the idea or first talked at WordCamp Orlando about this. And uh, I am really excited to finally be rolling. Um, Thank you again for the opportunity. Wonderful. Thanks, Zach. Hey, talk to you later, my friend.